Welcome to the Grandma G, My Journey into Retirement podcast by Norma Columbus, coming to you from Lee, Saskatchewan, Canada. Join me as I share stories about growing up on the Canadian prairies, adult life, and retirement. Hello, welcome. Season 2, Episode 17. Count Your Blessings by Norma Columbus. Many of us stress about how much money we spend over the holidays. My parents taught me the value of a dollar from an early age, but finances weren't something they discussed in front of us kids. Looking back, that was unfortunate, as those would have been good learning opportunities. We were taught to respect money, but also to fear not having enough, that you should always save for that rainy day. Owing money or taking financial risks weren't things that they ever wanted to do. I think parents are more open now about discussing financial education and responsibility. How you were raised shapes your attitude about money, making it, spending it, or saving it to pass on to the next generation. The idea of saving everything one could to have something to leave to your children was very important to my parents' generation, but has become less of a focus with each passing generation. My parents lived through the Second World War and the Great Depression, so they always had the fear that something would happen and money would stop coming in. Spending money can leave you with buyer's remorse, or on the flip side of the coin, being indecisive can lead to missed opportunities. We can only try and make good decisions with the knowledge and resources that we have. There are different schools of thought when it comes to money. Is it the root of all evil? Can money buy happiness? How much is enough? Back in the day, there were different phrases concerning lack of money. Some of them are crude, but they still resonate with people. Pin money. My mom milked cows and separated the cream to sell. Dad took a cream can to town to ship to market by train. She called the $12 she got per can each week her pin money. Although not commonly used today, the term has been around a long time. In the 1500s, it referred to household money used to pay for necessities. In the 17th century, it was used to describe an allowance given to a woman by her husband for dress and personal expenses. Eventually, it became a term used to describe money earned on the side to supplement one's income. Two cents to rub together. Not having two cents to rub together meant you were extremely poor, to have very little money or no money to spend. I guess now people say they don't have two nickels to rub together, as the poor penny is no longer with us. Piss poor. Years ago, they used urine to tan animal skins, so families all peed in a pot, and once a day, it was taken to the tannery to sell. If you had to do this, you were considered piss poor. A pot to piss in. Even worse than the above mentioned was not even having a pot to piss in. If we think our finances are unsatisfactory, remember there are always others with less. There was a time when there were no social programs, pension plans, medical care coverage, or unemployment insurance. It makes me feel anxious just thinking about what that must have been like. How did people manage when the crops failed and there were no jobs to be had, or if a family member needed a lot of medical care? I have been as guilty as the next guy of complaining about health care, or other programs, but I do feel fortunate to live in Canada versus many other places in the world. 
Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Visit my blog to view the pictures for this episode. The link is in the episode description.